If you would, turn in uh, Scriptures now to the book of Lamentations. The book of Lamentations, if you uh, remember, we just finished the Song of Solomon. And after the Song of Solomon is the book of Isaiah, and then Jeremiah, and then Lamentations. Isaiah, Jeremiah, Lamentations. And we are looking at Lamentations chapter 1, and we'll read the whole chapter, verses 1 through 22. God's people, these are God's words. How doth the city sit solitary that was full of people? How is she become as a widow, she that was great among the nations, and princess among the provinces, how is she become tributary? She weepeth sore in the night, and her tears are on her cheeks. Among all her lovers she hath none to comfort her. All her friends have dealt treacherously with her. They are become her enemies. Judah is gone into captivity because of affliction and because of great servitude. She dwelleth among the heathen. She findeth no rest. All her persecutors overtook her between the straits. The ways of Zion do mourn because none come to the solemn feasts. All her gates are desolate. Her priests sigh. Her virgins are afflicted. And she is in bitterness. Her adversaries are the chief. Her enemies prosper. For the Lord hath afflicted her for the multitude of her transgressions. Her children are gone into captivity before the enemy. And from the daughter of Zion, all her beauty is departed. Her princes are become like hearts that find no pasture and are gone without strength before the pursuer. Jerusalem remembered in the days of her affliction and of her miseries all her pleasant things that she had in the days of old when her people fell into the hand of the enemy. And none did help her. The adversaries saw her and did mock at her Sabbaths. Jerusalem hath grievously sinned, therefore she is removed. All that honored her despise her, because they have seen her nakedness. Yea, she sigheth and turneth backward. Her filthiness is in her skirts. She remembereth not her last end, therefore she came down wonderfully. She had no comforter. O Lord, behold my affliction, for the enemy hath magnified himself. The adversary hath spread out his hand upon all her pleasant things, for she hath seen that the heathen entered into into her sanctuary, whom thou didst command that they should not enter into thy congregation. All her people sigh. They seek bread. They have given their pleasant things for meat to to relieve the soul. See, O Lord, and consider, for I am become vile. Is it nothing to you, all ye that pass by? Behold, and see if there be any sorrow like unto my sorrow, which is done unto me, wherewith the Lord hath afflicted me in the day of his fierce anger. From above hath he sent fire into my bones, and it prevaileth against them. He hath spread a net for my feet, he hath turned me back, he hath made me desolate and faint all the day. The yoke of my transgressions is bound by his hand. They are wreathed and come up upon my neck. He hath made me strength, 
my strength to fall. The Lord hath delivered me into their hands, from whom I am not able to rise up. The Lord hath trodden underfoot all my mighty men in the midst of me. He hath called an assembly against me to crush my young men. The Lord hath trodden the virgin, the daughter of Judah, as in a winepress. For these things I weep. Mine eye, mine eye runneth down with water, because the comforter that should relieve my soul is far from me. My children are desolate, because the enemy prevailed. Zion spreadeth forth her hands, and there is none to comfort her. The Lord hath commanded concerning Jacob that his adversaries should be round about him. Jerusalem is as a menstruous woman among them. The Lord is righteous, for I have rebelled against His commandment. Here I pray you all people, and behold my sorrow. My virgins and my young men are gone into captivity. I called for my lovers, but they deceived me. My priests and mine elders gave up the ghost in the city, while they sought their meat to relieve their souls. Behold, O Lord, for I am in distress. My bowels are troubled. My heart is turned within me, for I have grievously rebelled. Abroad the sword bereaveth. At home there is as death. They have heard that I sigh. There is none to comfort me. All mine enemies have heard of my trouble. They are glad that Thou hast done it. Thou wilt bring the day that Thou hast called, and they shall be like unto me. Let all their wickedness come before thee and do unto them as thou hast done unto me for all my transgressions. For my sighs are many and my heart is faint. And those are God's words. Uh, The book of Lamentations is not a particularly happy book of Scripture. It is the opposite. It's often because of this Avoided, sadly, by the church. It comes in the context of the Babylonian captivity and attacks upon Judah and Jerusalem. And Jeremiah the prophet is the Lord's instrument in writing this down, but he's sharing, as he's writing it down, his affections. And so we're here learning how, what godly affections are. That is, emotions and feelings. And it contains his bitter wailing at the present deplorable condition of Judah and Jerusalem compared to their former prosperity as we look back in all the history, uh, even to the greatest prosperity under Solomon. Their sin is acknowledged and complained of here by Jeremiah. The Lord is appealed to for justice against His enemies, or their enemies, and for mercy towards them. In this particular chapter, through verse 11, focuses on present calamities with a desire for mercy from the Lord. And then through verse 17, the same complaint of present calamities, but this uh, really crying out to His friends, Not just to the Lord, but to now His friends. Uh, And then the end of the chapter is an appeal to God and His righteousness concerning these things. In which the Lord is seen throughout the chapter as justified in His actions in bringing the judgments upon Judah. 
uh, as they're under that affliction and judgment at the time. And then the, the plea that the Lord would justify Himself in delivering His people, His remnant. And so friends, here we are trained in the school of grieving and sorrow. We looked at and we finished the Song of Solomon where we were learning and uh, sitting under the school and being trained in the school of communion with Christ. And the godly affections or emotions of love and joy and delight in Him and how He delights in us. And here is the exact opposite. So you see, when it is in the Hebrew Scriptures, uh, in the Hebrew order, because we've talked about that before, it's the Song of Solomon, and then it's this book. Lamentations. To give us the other side of godly affections, godly emotions, that we would be trained in the school of grieving and sorrow and prayer to the Lord over our own sins and over the sins of the church over the receiving of judgments from our righteous Lord on earth, and that there is none who can bring comfort except the Lord Himself. And that's found in Christ alone, if He would show mercy. Remember the affections of our Savior when He came unto Jerusalem and He grieved over Jerusalem. As he saw his church that had so rebelled against him. And so it is that we ought to be moved and learn how to grieve ourselves over the state of a rebellious church when that happens. And it seems to be happening today a lot. So if there's one thing the church needs today in its faith in Christ and living for him, it is to be trained in the school of grieving and sorrow and prayer. Let's pray. Father, we confess that we are often ones who often struggle with grieving and sorrow. Not only not of our own lives so much, but of the state of the church. And the state of the church which in those places uh, throughout the world that your bride has rebelled against you and forsaken Your law, and thrown out Your Word for the things of the world. And we see that a lot in our own nation. And so, Father, teach us to grieve, to to be filled with sorrow, and to learn how to mourn with a grieving heart, that You would produce even godly tears. Not that we would force tears, but that we would be moved as You are moved. By, as we see in Your Son. As You are moved in His human nature and the Son Jesus Christ. As He was moved, as He looked upon Jerusalem, His bride, and saw the rebellion. Grant us that, Father. You would teach us to hate sin and evil and wickedness and be moved to hate it. And be moved to see when we see sin that we would not only have that righteous anger, but grieve 
For we desire things better for this, your church. For we desire, just as you desire, a pure and spotless bride. And Father, we have sinned against you as well, even as a congregation. So forgive us where we have broken your commandments, where we have been lazy, where we have broken and taught falsely. If that has happened in any of these things, Father, we ask that you would reveal our sins to us, that we might repent of them as a congregation. And as a people who love you, Father, reveal our sin to us by your Spirit. And by your grace that you would show mercy to us and uh, causing us to flee to Christ. That we would receive grace uh, to help in the time of need. And forgive us. Forgive us of our sins. We're thankful that you're a God who does forgive us. And you cleanse us of our sin as far as the east is from the west. You purify and you sanctify your bride with the truth. And your word is truth. And so, Father, do sanctify us and do show mercy to us. Do shower us with your grace because we don't deserve it. But because of Christ, your son, he deserves it. He deserves a pure, spotless bride for he is perfect and righteous and holy. And he deserves all good. And so grant us good for his sake. And uh, Father, we do pray today. We're thankful for the church. We're thankful for this church. We're thankful for Blaze and Nadine, and we're thankful that you have added to our number. We do pray that you would bless them in, in this congregation and that you would use them to bless us uh, in our fellowship and communion with one another as we seek to commune with Christ, your Son. And uh, Father, grant them uh, many blessings, children, uh, growth in family, that you would grow your family on this earth. And uh, Father, we pray that you would turn the hearts uh, of all of us to see how you build your kingdom. And often we might doubt that and see that the church is tearing itself apart. But there will always be a bride, your church, on this earth. And you're always growing your kingdom And we're thankful for this. We're thankful that you have given us Christ as our King of this kingdom. And as He is our Master, we pray that we would follow Him. We pray for all the mothers in this congregation, those who have children in the womb. Uh, Father, we pray that you would grant to them uh, good health. We pray for the babies the same, uh, good health. And you would bring them about uh, safely and uh, that they would know, the children would know, not one day apart from salvation in Christ your Son. And even today, we pray that they would be able to hear the gospel as you have given them in the womb, even ears to hear. We pray that you would give them ears to hear spiritually uh, the good news of Jesus Christ, and they would believe just as John leapt in the womb. Uh, We pray that it would be the same for the children in the womb here, if it would be your will. And if not, at the soonest time, that they would not uh, know any more slavery and bondage to the evil one, Satan. That they would receive a new father, you. We pray as well that you would uh, 
Turn all of us today from our sins to you, that we would have the blessing of soft hearts, uh, not hard hearts, as we hear your word, that we desire to enter into your rest. And as we rest in you on this the Sabbath day, the Lord's day, we pray that you would grant that rest. And so grant the softening, the receiving of your word in our hearts, that we would respond with great praise and sacrificial lives. Now, Father, we're thankful uh, for the presence of Forrest and Hilda here today. We do pray that you would bless them with our uh, company and fellowship. And uh, Father, we do ask that you would cause them to be blessed by your word today. Uh, As well, Father, we're thankful for those who uh, have been sick, who have returned. We give you praise for their healing. We do pray that you would uh, be with Patricia today. And know that there's a few other families uh, not here who may be sick. We pray that you would grant them uh, good health. Uh, Father, we pray for Arian, who didn't get much sleep last night. We pray that you would bless her and the kids as she's watching them and grant her rest that she might be here this evening. And uh, Father, we do thank you uh, for how you bless your church. So grant us much blessing uh, only for the sake of Christ, for His glory, that Your name would be praised forever and Your kingdom would advance and Satan's kingdom would be destroyed. Uh, Father, in all these things we pray in Christ's name. Amen.